We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into another episode of the Goodman and Hummel podcast. I'm Jeff Goodman. He is Robbie Hummel, and uh, he finally worked today. So you, you tired? <laughs> I am tired. You know what is crazy? I watched one game last night, the game I was at. I did listen to you morons talk uh, on After Dark, so I, I did get caught up with that. Hey, we had a great show. I mean, think yeah, the guests, the guests were good. The guests were really good. You said the hosts um, weren't? The hosts were just average. A lot of complaining, a lot of, um, you know. But the craziest thing is, is that I work for two people who knew that I was going to not get home until 1 a.m. and not be able to watch any games, and it was still podcast at 9, laying the gauntlet down. You got Hey, listen, for your paycheck, you, you got you to gotta grind. Gotta earn this, you got to earn this big money from Field right. 68, you know? I hear yeah. you. So – for anybody watching, listening, make sure you subscribe. Uh, Goodman and Hummel podcast. We we try to do it every single week, except when Rob is uh, on the links golfing. Uh, or and I got to a- say really quick before you keep yeah. spewing this crap. Yes. I, the Field of 68 newsletter was, I read it this morning. I've been reading it and it was, it was a good crash course in all things uh, college hoops last night. So it's, props it's to awesome. the guys that write that. Yeah. Mike Miller does an unbelievable job and his crew there uh, every day. Again, uh, subscribe, uh, Field of 68 Daily. It's something where literally you can get caught up. How long did it take you to get through it? Five minutes? Yeah, it was a five-minute read, but it it covered everything, everything right. that happened last night, which was and, a lot of nothing. But Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a lot. But <laughs> as we get through the season, for somebody like you or me who are traveling uh, a lot, and we can, we're going to miss some stuff. We're going to miss right. some stuff because we're at games. And you can literally just kind of run through it, get caught up quickly on the big things you missed. Um, it, it, it honestly is a great resource. And I'm mm-hmm. not just saying that because it's it's provided by the Field of 68. Uh, it, it really helps out a lot in terms of keep it up. Uh, all right. Last night we had the season begin and um, it did not begin with a bang, Rob. It, it really no. did not. I think it began, that's the it began with a lot of 30 point blowouts yeah. by ranked teams. A lot of blowouts, a lot of bye games, um, no upsets. I think among the top 25, I think every top 25 team was in action and yep. every top 25 team won. There were a couple upsets. 
Um, Stetson beat Florida State and uh, Florida Gulf Coast beat USC. Yeah, USC. Their former coach, Andy Enfield. The, the Dunk City that Revenge was, game. Dunk City Revenge. <laughs> that was probably the most entertaining. I, uh, I was so, sorry to cut you off. I was so disappointed to look at my phone last night before the Iowa game started and, and see that every top 25 team was playing a mid-major or low-major yeah. opponent. Yeah. They that were not – other than Memphis and Vanderbilt. and Neither of those teams are ranked. Yeah. No one was playing anybody. No, and, and again, I know people don't want to hear about the, the complaining from us. I get it. We're supposed to be excited that the season started, and, and we are. Like, we are excited the season started. There's no question about that. But could the season start a little bit – you know, a little bit with, with a little more pizzazz, right? Like that's the one thing. And we're not saying that like everybody has to play somebody great. We don't want that either uh, on the opening night. No, you want, you want one game. You want one, one big, one, game. one or two big right. games. Right. Think, I think want about a seven the, think the... and a nine. I want a seven yeah. o'clock and a nine o'clock. And I think ESPN and the networks have to somehow get involved earlier and keep those time slots open and almost sell them to the coaches Almost yeah. sell them and say, hey, now today's different. We're recording on Tuesday. It's voting day. So right. uh, two years ago, it was it was sort of a mandate of like, you don't play, can't play. Now it, it's not a mandate. It's kind of become like, please don't play. And, and there's like 10 games on the schedule and they're all pretty bad. But, but tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday are probably almost as bad. Okay, so yeah. like. If you're going to play Monday, you're probably not going to play Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know, you, you're going to get some days in between. But I, I think that's, to me, I think the way to remedy this is to have the TV networks selling that time slot to certain coaches and saying, you're going to be the only one. You're going to play on ESPN or you're going to play on, you know, I don't know if it's FS1, if it's, you know, really the one, the one that you're going to sell is ESPN the main ESPN on Tuesday of a non-voting year on Wednesday, certainly those two. And even Thursday, I know there's a, there's a football game, but man, those haven't even been football games on Thursday. Yeah. But you don't want to go up against the NFL. So go they play at 630. Well. You could, but I, here's my question. Hasn't the champions classic most years been the first day of the season? It's Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. So Monday usually, I think Monday starts the season. So Monday's and, always been the season. And you get some of these games still. And then, yes, Champions is Tuesday. So you're good with Tuesday. And then Wednesday and Thursday, it just kind of dies down. Yeah. And to I me, just, you just need another two good games. Like Friday, we have Michigan State Gonzaga. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. Right. Give me one. I'm not asking for that much. I just think that college basketball needs to take a page from the NBA and I think the NBA does a fantastic job of opening night yeah. and Christmas Day. And on, on the days where they know that they can own the sport, even though the NFL, I think, is trying to encroach into that Christmas yeah. slot, yeah. they get they get great matchups. And it's different there because, you know, you only have 30 teams and, and the league mandates the schedule. Here, the leagues do not mandate the schedule. The, the schools do. But for the greater good of the game, to grow the excitement of the game, the NCAA tournament is – is a different animal in itself. You get people who aren't big-time fans of college basketball watching, but to, to get those people earlier invested in the sport is only going to help, and the only way you're going to do that is if you get the best teams in college basketball playing each other early. 
I, I just, you know, I watched, I saw Iowa and Bethune Cookman last night. Yeah. It was, it was over at half. How was my guy, Reggie Theus? He was good. He was good. He was a better hair than you have. Yeah, no doubt. Better hair than most people have. He, for being his age, he, he looks great. And on top of that, um, you know, just a really kind of cool thing that he's not only the coach, but the AD. And I know you've heard him do some serious stuff for the NBA. He's a, he's is, a busy guy. He's is a that busy... true? Did you ask him about that? Yeah, I asked him. He said he, he does some serious NBA stuff and just, you know, coach, as an analyst. Coach, athletic director, NBA analyst. He's like, got all bases covered. He's got a media. He's a coach. He's on the administrative side. Um, but he did have some really interesting things to say about what Bethune Cookman went through there in the Daytona Beach, Florida, with the hurricane, with all Hurricane right. Ian that came through there. And he was like, dude, our you know, our team had to just go home for two weeks, and I had to send the football and the volleyball teams just out on the road, you know, and, and we had to pay for that. Yeah. Um, That's but just some of the things that you never think NBA about. Coverage. What's that? That's when he went deep into his NBA coverage. <laughs> no, he was he was doing administrative stuff for right, Bethune Cookman. Okay. But yeah, it was it was cool to see him. But still, the, the game was over at halftime. You know, right. it's it just it's not as, as so many were. And, and those, in fairness to those low majors and mid majors, they need the buy games to fund their athletic department. I don't I don't blame them whatsoever. They need these games. But it's just we just need one or two. You're right. Seven o'clock, nine That's o'clock. Cool. And All we, you had to be... do, here, here's my take. You heard me say it last night. Indiana last night uh, played Moorhead State. Kansas last night played Omaha. They both won big. They, they were non-eventful, uneventful games for the most part. Those two teams play December 17th in Lawrence, Kansas. Kansas just won the national title. I know they have a new team, but they won the national title. Uh, Bill Self's got a lifetime contract. Uh, Indiana returns just about everything from last year's team. And they had two good freshmen, but they returned the core of their team. Why not play that game last night? That's what? a home at home. You think any of those coaches going on the road to Assembly Hall or, or Allen Fieldhouse the first game of the year? There's no chance. It. But if There's you're no chance they're doing that. That's why, why the, the Champions Classic is our best bet. Right. Neutral floor. Yeah. It's the same yeah. four teams every year. It should start college basketball every season. I, I agree with you. I wish Indiana would go play Kansas on opening night at Kansas, but no coach is going to do it. They're that not. Atmosphere It'd is be what it's all about. Like no, that's I, what makes college basketball. It, it would be. It, it's good for. It's good for the greater good of the game. It's bad for the team that loses. <laughs> you know, and that's of what course. those coaches are going to think. But if you're going to rotate it, if you're going to do a home and home, you say, you know what, we're going to have the disadvantage this year, but next year, all right, Matt Painter, Purdue's going to play Arizona this year in a home and home and you're going to start to open up the season and then next year you're going to get them at Mackey. Yeah. You just have to sell certain coaches. And I guess now is probably a better time than ever because the more quality teams you play and on the road, it, it it's not going to dock you. The, the committee takes that into account. It's only going to help you. But I, I do see where these coaches, like I was reading the Iowa game notes last night and it said like Iowa has won 20 consecutive home openers or whatever. They, they like no that kidding. stuff, you know? Like Who they played. But no, I know. Right. That's every school. Yes. Every school usually does that. Um, I don't know. I just, what a bummer. What a, what a huge it's, bummer of, well, of it's a just, night. It's, it's, again, we're so excited to to watch the games. And then we're sitting there, and, and you're at Iowa, so it's a little different for you. But I'm sitting there, and I'm flipping around, and I'm like looking for a good game. 
and you can't really find one. You know, I'm, I sit there and I'm, I'm, I got myself watching the TCU Arkansas Pine Bluff game. By the way, I, I was kind of watching or I was listening on the way home. Arkansas yeah. Pine Bluff was kicking their ass. Adam, they're up 20. <laughs> they're 20 and honestly, like, think yeah. about this the last possession of the game, or not the last possession of the game, the, the last, it was probably with like 20 seconds to go. I think Pine Bluff was up two. Yep. And they, the kid gets the shot blocked at the rim. There's two seconds on the shot clock. You would be better off if you're Pine Bluff taking the ball and punting it into the stands to set your defense. Yeah. Instead, they take a wild shot. Dude falls down trying to get the rebound. Yeah. Now it's a five-on-four break. Mike Miles, three to take the lead. I mean, that, that was like the only thing that can't happen. Take a shot clock violation, punt it into the stands at TCU, whatever. But they, they honestly, they, they should have lost. They totally should have lost. You heard me last night say, like, Everybody hated their team. Every coach I talked yeah, to that's pretty good. hated their team except for Jamie Dixon. He, yeah, he literally, I talked to him. Feeling differently now. <laughs> two mornings ago, he's like, I love my team. Now, they didn't have Damian Ball, but, yeah. but still. You guys made Damian Ball sound like he's Penny Hardaway last night on the on the After Dark. I mean, he's a hey, good player. Mike Miller. Mike Miller told me he was a one and done when he got to Memphis, So or could be. He didn't say right. he was, but he said he could be. Uh, the other thing that I thought, honestly – took a little bit of luster away from last night was the lack of top freshmen on the court, right? So if you run through it and you say of the top 25 players, we didn't have Derek Lively and Derek Whitehead. They were both hurt for Duke. We didn't have Nick Smith. He's got a knee injury, minor knee injury at Arkansas. We didn't have Cam Whitmore, top 15 player from Villanova. Super athletic, could be top five pick. So we're already talking about four guys that are probably going to be top 10 picks. But you, you had one more guy I think you wanted to bring up that didn't uh, play. Uh, Vince at USC uh, with the heart <laughs> issue. He he is, I think he's not, uh, he does not count with what you're saying. No, no, he's got a legitimate, obviously is not able to play. And then Adam Bona was uh, ruled ineligible last night for the game by the NCAA. I don't, I don't know exactly what his deal was. So that's, um, that's what, know. one, two, three, four, five, uh, Six, six of the top 25 players that weren't in action. And oh, by the way, of the other top 25 players, only two scored more than 15 points last night. Grady Dick shot the hell out of the ball. He had 23, I think, for Kansas. And then Mark Mitchell from Duke, the other one of their other freshmen, was awesome last night. I think he finished with, with 18. So it was an underwhelming night for freshmen, partially because they weren't on the court. And, and that's what we're excited to see in the opener, right? In the first game, if a bunch of teams are playing by games, what do we want to see more than anything? These new group of freshmen. We've already seen Jaime Hawkins. We've already seen Hunter Dickinson. We've already seen all these guys. We don't need to see them again against. You're, you know you're leaving one. You're, you are leaving one freshman off that played really well last night, and that is Chet Howard. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jed Howard played well. Uh, Kaysen Wallace at Kentucky. I'm not saying guys didn't play well. They did. I'm just saying, like, there was no Zion on the court. There was no player that you were like, oh, my God, I have to watch this guy. And Nick Smith was probably the closest to it, or the the, the Duke freshman might have been the closest to it, but they didn't play. Uh, so I, I just – I think the combination um, – Again, I'm glad College Hoops is back. I can't wait till next Tuesday, uh, even Friday night, to watch Michigan State play Gonzaga. But next Tuesday, Champions Classic, I just hope, you know, Shire talked to us last night. It sounds like Derek Lively could be back. It sounds like Tariq Whitehead probably will not. Um, we're not going to build self on the on the sidelines uh, next week. But what, what do you want from the front? I mean, I would say that today's era of player, whether it's NBA or college, is more likely to sit in a preventative way, you know, the, the load management era. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's even wrong. I, I think that there were times where you see some of these guys, and, and especially NBA-wise, teams would just run out of gas because they they beat their players down. So why not try to prevent that? Now, it's I think it's a different breed. The the Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant mentality of like, you know, maybe this one kid is only going to get to see me play one time. So I've got to go out and that, that's kind of out the window now. Yeah. And again, it's not right or wrong. I, I think that there are some benefits to load management. I think there's other aspects of it where it sucks, but that's what these kids have grown up in too. And when you have all buy games on night one, like Derek, Derek Whitehead is hurt. If I think it's fair to say he is injured. Yes. Um, Derek Lively sounds more of like a preventative thing, right? You know, he's right. got a could cast. Could he have played? Right. Could he, he have played? played? But they they beat Jacksonville by, by 40 points. Right. right. So why would you risk that on night one? If Does they were playing for the Champions Classic, maybe he would. He got. might play. Yeah, exactly. But I just think Nick Smith, I don't know. No, he's um, hurt. He's hurt, but it's, it's. So it's like, you know, you, you, yeah. you got to get healthy. And on a night where you're not playing somebody great, it's November. You don't win the national title in November. So I, just I, I, get your, too, I get your complaint, but I think that you have to – it's totally, totally fair. Stinks for us, but you can't be critical of that. No, no, I, I get it. I get they're all it's, – it's, it's a copycat deal for college players watching the NBA players, and they do what the NBA players do, whether it's, you know, smoke weed, whether it's yell at the <laughs> officials or uh, sit out due to preventative. Because general population is not smoking pot. <laughs> So what are you talking about? How much weed did you smoke in the NBA? How many Zero. how many drug tests did you did you have to um give me your hey, give me your favorite uh story that you've heard of a, a teammate or somebody in the NBA beating a drug test? I've got one for my I mean I I had an anonymous teammate who and I this is probably dumb that I did this, but he told me he needed help because he'd been put in the program and i was like all right you know I, I don't smoke weed so fine and i would just pee in a gatorade bottle and put it on a toilet 
in the locker room, and he would then somehow use that to beat his drug test. They didn't have anybody watching him? I think they did. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he beat that because there was people coming in to watch us go to the bathroom. Because that's what I heard one guy told me. He had a, a, a vial attached to the inside of his <laughs> arm. So when, when he was taking a leak, the he would just do this and, and he would have, you know, be. Yeah, I don't know if it was better. that or if it was a fake, uh, like an entourage. Vincent Chase has a fake, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it was. I, I really don't know. How many just, guys were doing that? How many guys do you think were, were, were using? I don't know. It was, looking I, for, sure. looking really for sure. clean, uh, you know, kids, young uh, kids like you that, that they knew weren't smoking. Uh, I was weed. just trying to stick around. I, I wasn't doing anything bad. Yeah, I don't know. I, I only knew of this one person that was doing it, but I, it was, I probably did it four or five times. Where it was just yeah. Did he pay you? Did you get money? No, I was just being a good. I was just being a good teammate. Did you get any money out of that? No, I did not. I did not. Free dinner, I should have like dinners. No, this is just out of the goodness of my heart. <laughs> you are an idiot. You're Again, right. I was just like, I want my teammates to if like. If I was me. you, I would have been marketing myself to everybody in the locker room for for money. <laughs> hey guys, I will pee and leave it in a Gatorade bottle on the toilet. <laughs> I'll do whatever. Yeah. I know. I, I really did not capitalize. That that should have been something where you're capitalizing big time. Because yeah, I mean, I guess I am taking a risk by doing that. I probably exactly. got in trouble too. That was really you could have made some serious money. You <laughs> you you screwed that one up. Beat your drug <laughs> test. Now again, I I have no idea how he was actually utilizing this. I don't even know. Maybe he wasn't. I I don't know. I'm sure he was. Rob, come on. I well I. I don't know when he was being tested because the program would be like random. I don't know if he was told and then he'd be like, yo, I, I need you to do this for me. I don't know. I really don't know. All right. As small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Uh, I've used it before. And I'm telling you, I've found really good people and uh, and done it quickly and efficiently. Uh, create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash good. That's linkedin.com slash good to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So the best story uh, on opening night to me was Keontae Johnson coming back two years off. We had him on last night on, on field 68 after dark, um, you know, played fairly well said he's, he's only at like probably 70%, but I just, I felt like, I mean, that's a kid that we didn't know would ever play again. We really didn't think he'd play again. You know, yep. think about it. Florida wasn't signing off on it. Um, you know, he, he got to a place with a coach 
in Jerome Tang at Kansas State, who had dealt with multiple players uh, previously, King McClure and Jared Butler, who had dealt but is with is that really like an advantage? I mean, well, only because um, I think he could say, I coached these guys and they were okay. I wonder if that helped a little bit of self. Obviously, you need I, the I think it depends on your medical staff. Right. I mean, well, just because Jerome Tang has coached Jared right. Butler, it's like that doesn't help if something goes wrong. No, I think it's more of selling, probably selling himself to Keontae Johnson of why Keontae picked Kansas State over some of the other programs that he had. And he didn't have a ton. Didn't have a ton of high major programs that were willing to take him, even though he had the the, the sign-off from one of the leading um cardiologists in the in the country so i i think again you could see how um how appreciative he was of of, of getting another opportunity i mean he, he he's leaving a lot of money on the table if he plays more than 10 games that insurance policy disappears what, what's but his policy for how I much i think it's five million if he plays i think it's five million dollars yeah it's a lot <laughs> yeah. of money rob yeah, that is that is that's a lot. Of money. I mean, that's life changing money right there. That's that's more money than you ever made in the NBA. That's a fact. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you yeah. think about it. That that that's a tough decision, but uh, I'm happy for him. I, I you know I can't wait to see him mid season when he kind of really gets his his legs back and and gets in the the rhythm of of his team too. I don't know how good they're going to be, but I, I thought that was even a bigger story than John Shire making his debut than Kyle Neptune making his debut at, at Duke and Villanova respectively last night. Yeah. Thank God. I worked for field of 68 to make up for those earnings to five mil that I didn't make in, in the NBA. It's very true. Uh, I just think when the game is taken away from you, you become different about it. You know, I, I dealt with it with a knee. Now my, my life was never in danger from blowing my knee out. Um, Keontae Johnson's life was in legit danger when he had that heart. Ordeal. But you didn't know if you would play. I didn't know if I'd or... play either. I mean, I didn't play basketball for like 17 months in an actual game. And there was certainly times when you're like, man, if I'm one ACL tear away from my, I'd never play again. I, I would never play in a game. And you just, when you do get back, you appreciate practice. You appreciate, you know, lifting weight. You appreciate everything about it. And it stinks because Do you work you, harder, Rob. Do you work harder because you feel like you have to and you and, and the game was taken away? I, I definitely that. worked harder from like a body standpoint. I lifted more. I I tried to get as strong as I could. Um that that all definitely changed. Not that I wasn't taking it seriously before, but it just you know that hey, if my body breaks down, I cannot play. Yeah. And I'd never been hurt. And I, I don't know if Keontae Johnson had been through any other injuries high school wise or whatnot, but you, it does change you and it, it makes you just appreciate the entire process. You know, there, there are certainly days where you are a college basketball player and you're like, man, it's February. We've been practicing forever. Just get to the games and let's get to the NCAA tournament. And that, that kind of goes away. Um, I, I just think it, it gives you a different outlook and how could it not? Because you, you do take for granted the fact that I am playing on national television on ESPN or CBS or FS1 with, you know, all these people, friends and family watching. I'm playing in environments that, and once you leave college, unless you're playing in the NBA playoffs, that shit is over with. Yeah. Maybe some high-level European teams can can replicate that, but you take that for granted. And then all of a sudden that's gone and you're like, man, I... I never get to do that again. That that, that sucks. So I, I'm really happy for him. 
to get back on the court. Sounds like he played pretty well. I mean, 13 points in your first game in, in two years. That's that's great. I'm I'm thrilled what for Keontae. What do you have in your game? I was there. I don't even remember. What did you score in your first game I back? Think I, I had, I think, 20, 21. I made a bunch of threes in the first half. Uh, yeah, the team played we the played. was the poor, didn't you? We were, we were playing uh, Northern Illinois. <laughs> like I said. So it was Mark Montgomery's first game as a head coach, I believe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good to see him back out there, and I'm just I'm thrilled for him that he gets to have that experience again. But I, I do not envy his decision. Um, Five million dollars is a lot of money, but I think if you love to play, then you'd say, you know what, this is something I can do for another six, seven, eight, nine, ten years as a pro. I'll take the risk. But and you know what, there's guys that decision. Jared Butler, he didn't collapse, but. You know, he's got a heart issue and has a defibrillator. I'm sure Keontae looks at Jared Butler and says, like, if he can make it and he's in the NBA, and I don't, Jared Butler's got to be making, now he was a second round pick. You know, he's got to be making 500 grand at a minimum. And if you get a second contract, whatever it is, isn't the minimum now like eight, 800? I thought the minimum was like eight now. Is it eight now? Oh, because you're right. The two way is 450. Yeah. So, Realistically, if you're Keontae and you make it in the league, if you make it, if you get drafted in the in the 40s even, and and you make it in the league for three years, you're going to make your money back probably. Yep, something like that. Uh, what do you think of uh, you know Shire, your boy? Uh, is his debut is still it's still super weird for me yeah, seeing I'm him sure. as that coach. Just to to see on the sidelines and have no Coach K, same as it was with Roy Williams, same as it is with with Jay Wright. And Kyle Neptune taking over. Um, but pretty cool. I mean, to be the head coach of your alma mater. I remember when we were in Spain, John and I played in a game against each other. He was in Grand Canaria. So we were in the Canary Islands, which is off the coast of Africa. And they play in the in the top Spanish league. We went in there. It's a really close game. Um, we went out to dinner afterwards, and he was talking about like, you know, I might leave. It was the end of the season. I might leave and go be Coach K's like personal assistant. I was like, dang, did you play for one of the better teams in Spain and you could still make the EuroLeague, maybe the NBA? Was he good then? Because he had the eye injury. He had had the eye thing, um, but he was still a good player. Yeah, yeah he was still a good player. He, he was... could have made money overseas. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He was, I mean, Grand Canaria was not a EuroLeague team, but they were Euro Cup at that point. And they've kind of fluctuated back and forth in years since. But yeah, it was a, we won the game. It was a big win for our team. Um, but I remember just being at dinner and being like, dang, you're going to give all that up to go be Kay's personal assistant. And clearly he had seen the vision and I'm sure Kay had spelled out to him, like you'll move up to assistant and all, maybe not to head coach, but it's just insane that for my entire life, Mike Krzyzewski has been the head coach of Duke. And now, you know, it's John taking over. Uh, and he's a great guy. I, I, I played with him at Nike All-America camp. We played against each other in college. We played against each other as pros. Um, I, I'm really happy for him, and I, I think the world of the guy. Um, but it's just it's so crazy that he is the head coach at Duke University. That, that yeah, is, I mean, if you if wild. you had been smart, think about it. if you had been smart, and when you retired, because you guys are similar, like in what you were doing at that time. Think about it. You're both making you're making more money than he was overseas. And... No, he would have been making more. That was my rookie year. Okay. He would have he would have been making. You ended up more making money. good money though. You ended up making really yeah, good yeah, money. Yeah, no, I made I made good money overseas. Right. And then you you called it a career at what how old were you? I was like twenty eight. 
28 and you played a couple of years in the NBA. If, if you had been smart, you should have just, you know, been painter's assistant. And the offer the wasn't there. I, I, John had the offer to go do that, you know, he, but he also knew he wanted to coach. I, I didn't, when I got hurt in Milan, coach paint did me a huge favor. Let me rehab at Purdue, which yeah. you take out that cost. That's crazy. Let me live at his house. So I lived in, his, in a spare bedroom, which is oh, so nice of him. Geez. And he was like, help out with the team. And on top of that, when Big Ten Network came and asked me to do TV, he was like, yeah, go do it. You know, I don't, I don't care. Try it. Um, whereas most coaches would be like, well, if you're helping, you can't be on TV. You know, I, they would they would have an issue with that. Like, you're going to spill the state secrets. The thing that stunk about helping out coaching-wise was at the time, if you were a volunteer assistant, you literally could not do anything. I could like watch practice, which was pretty boring. You know, after you do it day after day after day, you couldn't jump in practice, but you, you couldn't, couldn't like, like, no. And I wasn't healthy enough to like, I, I don't think I could have played anyway. Right. I don't think, right. but I, I had a torn labrum in my shoulder. You know, I was recovering from yeah. surgery. So I, I, I really am thankful that he let me do that to kind of see all sides. Um, but clearly John knew he wanted to coach. I didn't know if what I wanted to do. So he, he had that advantage. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And and again, I, I think Shire will do a good job. I just worry about, and I know they played well last night against Jacksonville without two of their top freshmen. So that's a good sign. Um, but it's Jacksonville, you know, it's Jacksonville, let, let, you know, they got some tough games coming up here between champions uh, between PK 85. So it'll be interesting to see how good this team is, especially if they don't have whitehead, but Mark Mitchell was awesome. Last night, Jeremy Roach was really good. And, you know, again, I'm not sure Duke's going to be a, a, a Final Four national title team, but I, they don't have to be for John in year one. No, and they just – yeah. not at all. Not at all. Be, be we top three. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was going to change the subject, so finish Go ahead. You can change the subject. I, I do want to talk about Michigan State. Okay. Because I want to talk about their upcoming schedule that they have after their win last night against Northern Arizona. Do you we know want what to it give is? Izzo some props here, right? Oh yeah, I do. But I also think he's nuts. Uh, yeah. He's nuts. <laughs> Just because, and I, you know what? He's done this forever. Every year. But this is the craziest I've ever seen them. Right, go ahead. Do Let's this. Go through it. All right. They got Gonzaga on the aircraft carrier on Friday. Yep. Tuesday, they play Kentucky. Is it in Chicago or Indianapolis? Indy. Indy. Kentucky and Indianapolis. At the Champions Classic. Then they host Villanova in the Gavit games. Yeah. Then they go out to, to PKI and they play Bama. And depending on if they win or lose, they get the winner or loser of UConn and Oregon. So uh, they would play a third some game. Teams, some teams get an easy one the first game. They, you know, no, no, they don't. It was, it, in that bracket, it is uh, Carolina's playing Portland. And Nova is playing Iowa State. The bottom is crazy. Crazy. UConn, Oregon, crazy. Michigan State, Bama. Okay. They'll play a third game. Yep. Then they'll come home, or no, they'll come back to the Midwest and play at Notre Dame, who's pretty good in the Big Ten AC Challenge. They have their first two Big Ten games after that. Northwestern at home, which is a game that you'd want to see. And then they go to Penn State. Well, I think Penn State is going to give some good teams problems Dangerous. in the Big Ten. And then you finally play Brown. So that's December 10th. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's insane i, no, I have respect for it but i think that that is even like whoa i know but Izzo's the best of that because he understands care. he yeah. understands first of all again 
He's never getting fired. Now, now with this Michigan State team, but I worry that this at, could beat you down. Yes, this could literally yes. beat you down, but it could You're also older. propel you to like, my God, their resume is as good as as anybody in in December. Yeah. Well, they'll be rewarded if they're on the bubble. They will absolutely be rewarded for that by the committee. That's the one thing the committee has done right over the last few years is say, yes. hey, if you're going to schedule, we're going to reward you. If you're not uh, Texas A&M, we're not, we're not putting you in. So you right. better play somebody. Which is why I don't understand why everybody is not playing somebody. It makes well, zero here's sense. here's part of the reason. Here's part of the reason. Okay, so the net is what people feel like right now is the Bible for, for judgment to be able to get in the NCAA tournament. Right, the Bible. Um, whether it is or not, I'm sure it's it's weighed differently by each committee member. Okay, um, so the the scoring margin is capped in the net. Okay, it's capped at I think ten points. Efficiency numbers are not capped, so you are seeing more teams wanting to play these buy games because and then run it up on, run it up on it these. Dri- it drives their efficiency numbers through the roof. Correct. So it's going to help your net ranking. So, but I would watch. think that they'd be taking strength of schedule and road performance in more handily than offensive efficiency. I'm just telling you, who is like, man, let's let's put Bama in the NCAA tournament this year. They're on the bubble. This is hypothetical because their offensive efficiency numbers are. It's off not that they're charts. looking at the overall net number and the overall. So that, net so number, that drives their net because correct. they have a higher efficiency. Correct. Nobody's looking at the efficiency. Well, hopefully nobody's looking at the efficiency numbers. They're looking at the overall net number and they're saying like, all right, Bama's 23. Well, Bama's 23 partially instead of 33 because they kicked the crap out of three teams and one. What, what is weighted? What is weighted more heavily? Is it? They don't so say don't that. that. They don't give you the formula. Because if, give if you the formula, efficiency is one fourth the weight of who are you playing and where are you playing them, then I would be yeah. fine with that. But if it's the same or efficiency is more, then that's a problem. Yeah, when they give me the formula, I'm going to pass it along to you, and you can break down the whole net formula for me. Thanks. My my right. degree my degree is finally going to come in handy when I do a dissertation on on the net. You, I don't know what your degree was in at Purdue. Business. Jesus. I'm a business. That worked out here. well. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple minors too, uh, but yeah, couple minors. Yeah, I, I, oh, had I a forgot choice. you were there eight years. Right? It's like, you do you go well. to grad? Do you go to grad school or do you just pick up some minors? And I was like, I am so sick of school at this point. So I took golf class. What? Which is you took what? I took golf my last semester at Purdue. It was awesome. <laughs> that was I, the you, start the start of was, your golf career. That was the start of of something great. When I took <laughs> golf from uh um. Yeah, it was it was a class they offered at school, and you played twice. You played three times a week, and you had a classroom like two like a week where you'd meet and like go over the rules. And we watched like the Legend of Banger Vance. This is one of the more advanced. <laughs> one of the more advanced. I should have gone to Purdue. Hey, I got minors in marketing and uh, what else? I get one in communications. <laughs> I got one in communications too. Which see. I jump-started my media career with a com minor, and I jump-started my golf career with golf class. It was a win-win for everybody. Purdue, I made the Purdue, call to Purdue not go set to you up for success. Yeah, that's that's where I was like, you know what? 99% of student-athletes are going pro in something other than basketball or their sports, oh, and I'm going to go hopefully go pro in, in golf. All right, by the way, before we, we wrap up this phenomenal episode, 
I'm going to tell you, I've found a team that I think I can play for. Shut up. No, I think I can play. You can't play for anybody. Thomas, you know Collins. who you're like? Hold on, before you say this, you know who you're like? You're like Bill Murray in Space Jam, where he's like he's like begging Larry Bird and Michael Jordan, like, do you think I can play? That is you. And all the players need to be like, it's over with. You could never play at that level. You Thomas could never play. Thomas College in Maine. No. Thomas College in Maine. Those kids would kick your ass. They 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 went out there against Bryant last night and and they gave it a valiant attempt. It was so valiant that they lost uh 147 to 39. They was lost it? by 108 points <laughs> last night. If I can't play, if I cannot play for Thomas College in Maine, I'm gonna try to find out how far it is right now. Um from my house. Maybe I'll go, I'll go up there. I'm only about 45 minutes from from the southernmost point in Maine. Who do you uh, think you'd be better equipped to play for it? Them or Caltech when they had lost like nine seasons worth of games in a row? Who who do you think you would fit in better with? Definitely Caltech because I was back then I was in a little bit better shape than I'm, than I'm in right now. <laughs> You're gonna say Caltech because I'm a loser. Right <laughs> now I could, I could lose eight. Yeah, right years now would be game. tough. All right. So Thomas College is in Waterville, Maine. It's only two hours and 12 minutes from my house. Well, I, I might just and... go up there. I've got eligibility left. I can pass the hell out of the basketball. No, I, listen, I know I can guard some of those dudes at, at Bryant. I know I can stay in front of a couple of those. I know they're athletic. Earl Timberlake, don't match me up against Earl, whatever you do. I'll, I'll blow out everything I have left, my Achilles, ACL, MCL. I would make you look healthy. At the we end. need to have a field of 68 pickup game to prove just how bad some of these I saw where like Barstool Sports had a pickup game and it yeah. was comical because all these guys who are heavily criticizing like NBA players are out there looking like total shit. We should do this at field of 68 so we can let it be known if if Jeff is going to make these wild claims, this is what he actually is. If you weren't so busy uh, at the final four, but I know you're busy with your, your three on three. Uh, that lines your pockets there uh, at the yeah, final four. Probably. So I, you can't even find time to get away. No, I, I will say it is, it is disappointing that my final four, even though I love doing the thrix for you, it is fully taken up. I, I don't really do anything except that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, when are we going to play this pickup game? I'm in. I mean, I who, gotta, who, would be, who would be the best? I mean, clearly the former players are the best players, but out of the media, who's who do you think? Like, it's you, Doster. I mean, Fanta. I can kick Fanta's ass. I don't care how old I am. I would who, just post who else is back. even like in the conversation? I guess the rest of the guys are former players. Yeah, I mean, we got you know Matt McCall, former manager, didn't play uh, at Florida. I don't know how good Matt is. He 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 looks like he's in shape. Some of those managers but, though could play, like they were just good high school players that yeah wanted to be around a D one. Yeah, agreed. I, I mean. Doster played at Vassar. I don't know if he really played. I mean, we saw his three-point percentage. It he was got, didn't he get kicked out of the team for? <laughs> he got kicked off. <laughs> Probably for failing drug tests. Never know. Never right? know. Yeah, because it's only the basketball players. The, the general pop is to get somebody like you to take his drug test for him. He probably he probably flunked him. Got I can't up. believe I did that for free. God, what a I mean, looking back on it now, really a bonehead move by you. It was. That you was, were a business it was honestly, major, too. Think it about was, it. It was, you were a business major, and you didn't take advantage of this. It was dumb to do in general, but I was trying <laughs> to help him. No, yeah, it was really dumb. 
I should uh, guess who it was. I should look at the roster and right, try to guess try. who it was. Okay. I mean, it wasn't KG. No, no. KG already had to figure it out by then, how to I'm, beat the directors. I'm sure he did, if he was doing it, which I don't know if he was. We, we should have done that. You know, like every episode, your favorite KG story. Uh, we'll, we'll There's start a good one. Week. All right. All right. Listen, Goodman and Hummel episode uh, in the books. First uh, day of the regular season. Also in the books, we will have better games to talk about next week. We'll do it after the Champions Classic, hopefully, if Hummel can find. Although, you know what? I'm going Indy to Austin, Texas for Gonzaga, Texas on Wednesday. Maybe we'll maybe we'll try to get Beard uh, late into the night on Wednesday night when he's watching film. We can do a pod the three of us from from his uh, from his office or whatever he's. I'm got. surprised he'll even have you at Texas after the Texas Tech. Last year I was in there till two thirty in the morning after. Uh, I just remember you being at the Texas Tech buses or the Texas oh, yeah, buses. Yeah, that he was not happy with me filming the Texas <laughs> Tech students, you know, that were gonna look like they were gonna turn over uh his bus, to be honest. I was I wonder I how it'll be this year. Like does time heal that wound a little bit? Oh, I'm stopping my mic over. Does like yeah, that kind of like Yeah, you no, think or he, will it will it still be like a hornet's nest when he walks in there? Oh, you mean when he goes back? Uh yeah, I I think it'll be bad. Probably as bad year two. I, I've just seen that fan base up close. I don't think time's going to heal any wounds. Not 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 enough time. That, that one is personal. What about that when Kevin McCullough comes back? Boy, he's going to, yeah, he will, he will bear he's the gonna He's going to get bad. He's going to get yep. bad crazy. All right, we'll see you next week. Goodman and Hummel Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you also subscribe to, as Robbie said, the Field of 68 Daily to keep up with all the College Hoops news every single day. It's free. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.